0: Okay, here we go. Good afternoon, everyone. Hopefully you're experiencing a wonderful Tuesday. We're here once again at BC Motors headquarters for another wonderful Tech Tuesday. I'll give you guys a little bit of time to join me this afternoon, and hopefully you're doing well. And for those of you on YouTube, thank you for allowing me to use this opportunity as a very nice archiving moment. And if you haven't subscribed to the BC Moto YouTube channel, please do after this. Go inside, hit that subscription button, and then smash that notification bell so you can get all the juicy stuff that we have going on here. Yo, Fox Designs, etc. Good seeing you, Paul. Hopefully everything is well. I don't know if you were in Vegas last week, but for those of you who don't know, Fox Designs—he's a wonderful individual who is extremely talented and has helped me tremendously with a lot of projects, including the wagon that's way back in the office, or oh, back in the garage over there. Oh, thank you so much for the hearts, guys. And it's actually a little bit of overcast here in California. a Little uh, cooler, which is pretty nice. Um, Foxes says sorry to miss seeing you at SEMA. Yes, a lot of my partners bailed out so I didn't have a project car done to put into the event So I wasn't able to attend. Huckleberry Finn, long time. Hopefully you're doing well. Haven't seen you or spoken to you in quite a bit Emmanuel top 5 hello as well. Motic Anne, good morning. I was barely surviving from SEMA. Welcome back. At least you came back unscathed So hopefully you are good J-Y-A-N-X, they asked me, what's in my ear? So this is actually a device, as you may see. It's like a Bluetooth headset that I'm using to be able to communicate with you guys. In my earlier Beeson Motor Tech Tuesdays, there was this uh, feedback that my voice wasn't quite clear, that I wasn't heard very clearly. So instead of using the microphone on my phone, which I use to communicate with all of you, I have a Bluetooth headset, which has a more directed, amplified microphone directed towards my mouth, so you guys can hear me better. Hello Leo Bagonas, hopefully all is well with you, good seeing you, it's been a while, I don't think I saw you last week as well, but thank you so much. Bummer, was looking forward to seeing the Moby Porsche, maybe sometime this year, says Fox Designs, etc. No, we're still waiting for that for next year's team. So that being said, I, I shared this a little bit last week in my um, Tech Tuesday that some of my technical partners, and I'll rattle some of them off, um, Holly Performance, who's really pushing very heavily into the EV space, um, they built out. Turbinex wasn't there, Hyundai wasn't there, MSD wasn't there, um, Racepack wasn't there. Um, a lot of our partners who are very technical in nature, who assist us with some of our builds, AM and, and, um, Electronics wasn't there, and they are sponsors that help our projects. So them not being there and putting their budgets for that event, they'll allow us to finish our project for this year. So we're going to push it forward to do very well. My good friend Marty from TurboSmart was there, so he's holding the fort, and he won a lot of awards, by the way. Congratulations to you and the team, Marty, for all the magnificent engineering awards you received this year. You know, it's crazy. Every year, back to back, you guys get awards. You are there, you know, last year got an award, the year before. It was absolutely amazing, you know. Um, Huckleberry asked asking, did I see the electric GT kit? Yes, I saw that. As a matter of fact, I know Brock, the owner, very well. Um, you'd be pleased to know that the motor in there came from here. How cool was that, right? Brock is a good guy. I like their kit. It's very nice indeed. Very nice. I think the Harley Hall voltage will be a hit. I'm concerned there isn't quite enough of an audience quite yet. Well, Corvold, I think it will be well, but with any inaugural event, you know, you don't know what to experience, but I've received a lot of excitement around that event. So right now you can see way in the back, Corvote, my truck is right there with the bonnet open. I'm upgrading my turbos in that to be allowing me a nice towing opportunity to the Sonoma area. So for those of you who are in California, or even adjacent, even out of state, doesn't matter, come on down at the Sonoma Raceway this weekend. Um, there is the inaugural Holly EV event, known as Holly High Voltage. So, it's going to be a ton of racing, autocross, drag racing, road racing. I'm being on the K3V. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you love everything mobility or curious about electric performance, that's the place to be. Tons of vendors. It's going to be a nice event. Think of it as the electric version of LS Fest, held by the same people who put together LS Fest, right? So, it should be, should be very good, a very nice event indeed. Hola, Nicolás Gustin Benetti. Good seeing you. Thank you so much for joining. I think Real, for, Real Red For You is here. I think she said something indeed. Let's see. Rogue Woodsmith says, much love. Back to you, sir. Thanks for the kind words. Hello, Frankenrods. Thank you so much for joining. Real Red For You, too, is here in San Dimas. I like San Dimas. They have raging waters there, which is pretty cool. My friends from uh, Golden Eagle, they're there too. They're great individuals and help tremendously with my projects that are petrol and nature, with sleeving and so on and so forth. Really good area, so I like it a lot, you know? Okay, let's see. What else am I missing? I'm going on here, continuing. Let's see. Pros and cons, says Motek N, on hybrid versus plug-in hybrid. We're torn with the Hyundai Tucson hybrid and hybrid plug-in. Well, here's the deal. That's a great question, Motek N. And, you know, I have a good relationship with Hyundai, so I can share with you something that is not only I deal with Hyundai, but goes across the board. In my opinion, when you see... An opportunity to drive. Let's say I go to and from home uh, and work. It's about 20 miles or so. It's not too bad. Uh, It's good for me to have a plug-in hybrid. And what a plug-in hybrid does is allows you opportunity to drive your car in full electric mode for a given distance. And sometimes it's limited. Some cars it's like you know 30 miles. Some cars is 100 miles. Some cars a couple hundred miles. And you can drive to and from your destinations on. and, And Karma is another one like that as well. The Karma that you may see that's a little bit exotic. With those plug-in hybrids, it uses electricity only, and when you deplete electricity, the petrol engine on board kicks in and allows you to continue to travel and allows you to even charge up the electric batteries to boot. So, if you have a Chevy Volt, if you have a Tucson, there are also plug-in hybrids from Toyota, just some from Hyundai, like the Ionic. You can plug those in. If you don't have to travel long distances, it's great. You pretty much have an electric vehicle, and if you're stuck somewhere, or have, I would say, a bit of a challenge, a concern with range anxiety, you have the petrol engine that can kick in whenever your electricity is gone. Okay, while on the other hand, a proper hybrid, like I have a, an Ionic um, hybrid, the non-plug-in hybrid, the standard hybrid system, uses petrol but also uses the battery packs to help accentuate that petrol system. So instead of you getting a pure petrol vehicle, you get maybe let's say on a good decent car, 28, 35 miles per gallon, you can get up to 50 miles per gallon on a proper hybrid like the Ionic. And the petrol is always on, but when you're decelerating, it uses the energy of braking and deceleration to put back in the batteries. It assists your petrol engine so you don't consume as much when you're going uphill. You never have to plug in in at all, never. You just get better gas mileage by having an assist from electric motor and battery systems on the car. So what does that mean? If you travel long distances a lot, a hybrid may be a good option for you. If you have short distances like what I do daily, I can plug in at home, plug in at work, You can be able to go petrol for quite a while. I mean, sorry, electric for quite a while. And in the event you're in a bit of a pinch, you can have the small, usually four, three, sometimes two-cylinder engine kick in and get you to your destination until you charge up again. So it totally depends on your style of driving. For me, um, I own a hybrid. I own a full electric. I don't have a plug-in yet, but um, it wouldn't be a bad option for what I do nowadays. I don't have to worry about charging. I'm charging my Hyundai right outside right now, as we speak hello bellboy fab chris long time no see sir thank you so much for the thumbs up bellboy fab chris is a very talented fabricator i think he's now in aerospace he helped with a project like the twin turbo thousand horsepower um, uh, bk um, uh, genesis he helped with the odyssey that crazy odyssey thousand horsepower vehicle he helped with the fabrication on that very talented i like him a lot very good guy hello chris sir. Trying to get my hardcore petrol heads out of high voltage. Forget whatever you think about EVs, come see the real stuff, says Corvote. Yeah, you should, I'll try and do the same thing. I'm telling you guys, you know, whether you love EVs or not, come out, it's a good experience. Um, even if you don't care for it, just come look at the marvel of what the future has in store for us from electric propulsion. Hi Porsche Mentality, good afternoon. Hopefully all is well. Reginald Maciel 41, greetings from Brazil. Thank you for joining us all across the seas. Hey, 71 El Camino. Thank you for joining as well. Good seeing you. Denmark's in the house, courtesy of Turbo 86C. Thank you so much for joining indeed. And he's greeting everyone here as well. Thank you so much. Dealing Designs, such a talented gentleman. Dealing Designs, the guy who designs like the, the crazy turbo fans that sat on the front of the Ionic that we built. I just talked about Ionic recently, right? And the Waggle Van, he did some crazy real covers and functional turbo fans. The guy's very talented, very, how should I say, Extremely creative. Just he has this ability, this knack for combining the creative and engineering. And he's just a great guy to boot. So thank you so much for joining Dealing Designs. Good seeing you indeed. And then, good 91, where have you been, sir? He says, Be seen a long time, no speaker. I hope you're well, my friend. Things are good. Thank you. I'm healthy. Going through some personal stuff, which is pretty interesting. And I, I gave some hints about that recently. Um, about you know family members and mental illness and all that good stuff, but I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I'm good. Good seeing you indeed. I know they pay the bills says the Mexican Arab, but When will you start working with Honda or Toyota instead of trash Hyundai? Well, I disagree with you. Honda is not trash Honda I work with them consistently. So what's the most recent event I did with Honda? We did a commercial recently to launch the new 11th gen Civic. Um, we did a podcast with them as well We worked on the engineering side quite a bit um, all the Hot Wheels I've spoke about, all of them are Hondas and Acuras. So I continue with Honda. Toyota, I just don't have a relationship with anyone there yet. And I say yet because you never know what happens tomorrow. Um, there's an opportunity for that. But um, your adjective or no, they've come a long way. They have been a formidable force um, against all manufacturers and they have great vehicles, great designs, great engineering. My daily is a Kona EV. So um, even though that is an interesting opinion, my experience firsthand has been it's a great brand. And so are the others that you mentioned. But to be continued. So thank you for asking that question nonetheless. Steelcap says, BC electrify Expo hits Austin on Friday. I was just in Austin, performing Formula One. What a great city. What's the biggest challenge facing the full EV adaptation over the next decade? I would say is the consumer. The consumer is one. And the consumer, you know, I've heard everything. And, and we're going to address this as we explore, you know, Motor Mythbusters moving forward. I hear things like, um, I'm worried about range anxiety, I'm worried about the charging times, I'm worried that I get electrocuted while driving it, um, I think they have no soul, they're not fun. Well, All those things are really myths. Um, you cannot get electrocuted even if plugging in in the rain. Um, adaptation is a challenge from a consumer perspective because people just really feel that EVs are not fun and they really are. Um, I understand the concept of, of range anxiety because I've experienced it before and it's not very pleasant But I have things with petrol cars as well, but technology continues to improve month after month I look forward to the next year or two not even the next decade Where you will be able to plug in and charge as quickly as you do with putting petrol in your car And it takes me about seven minutes to complete a petrol transaction in my vehicles today So that being said that is the thing so the challenge is consumer in Europe. It's not a big deal so much because there are many cars in Europe where there's 100, 130 mile range and people are fine with that. They don't travel as far, or the case may be in America, there's this, this huge need for more range than even petrol cars, because I talked about my Viper quite a bit, right? The Black Viper GTS. Um, I built the K3V to be similar to that in terms of power and even equal to a better mileage for a full tank, and my Viper gets 120 miles per full tank, so not that much, right? But the consumer demands a very good price because batteries are very expensive. It kind of eclipses the price demands of what the public can really consume at this point from an econob- Econobox perspective, but the demands are you know, 400, 500, 600 mile range. Now, companies like Lucid and Riv- Rivian are stepping to the plate to make that happen, but as battery technology gets more commonplace, as battery technology gets more advanced, as we're able to use cathode and anode materials that are a lot more cost-effective, I foresee an opportunity for some great adaptation of this. So, time will come. For me, I love the performance. I love petrol cars, like what I have here, which, you know, all the cars here, pretty much run on ethanol, which I love, because I'm concerned about the environment, and we talked about that quite a bit. But on the EV side, the speeds, I, mean, I just saw this morning, one of my friends, Taryn, sent me a video, sent a group, we have this beast motor group here on Instagram, sent in this video about an eight-second Tesla Plaid. A bone stock, four-door, eight-nine. And this was driven by a lady who loves her skylines. She loves skylines, and she drove this thing to eight nines. That is bananas! Imagine an eight-second four-door sedan, unmodified. How crazy is that? Nothing done to the inverters, nothing done to the motors. Just amazing. So that being said, that's a glimpse of the opportunity. And us as enthusiasts, right? We love going fast. So imagine an opportunity where you can do. I dare I say, each of you can have it too. You can have speed and not have to worry about. Adverse pollution to the environment? I love it. I just love it. I, I'm very excited for the future, you know? Me, Gray motorist, says, been driving a Prius. It's great around town. I concur. I've never driven one or owned one, but I agree with you. Hello, Jimmy Morales. Thank you for joining today. Appreciate that. Kovold makes a good point. He says, Hyundai used to be mediocre, but they've absolutely killed in the past five years. That actually give a S. And I agree with you. Kovold, I think back to the days of the Hyundai XL. They were a new budding company. Technology wasn't there. They had this... Very interesting relationship with Mitsubishi. Um, a lot of crossover with the Motors and so on, and so forth. But fast forward to today, they have a luxury brand with Genesis. They have a very strong presence in the EV market. They have a strong presence in the hybrid market. They have cars like the Ionic, the, the Tucson, the Santa Fe. They just, you know, the Telluride. I mean, they have the Kia division as well. It's just they're they're killing it. It's so amazing, you know. So that being said, it's just it's just fantastic indeed. Fantastic. AR6IEE says, I'm going ITBs on my B18C. Good choice. Would you recommend ITBs for daily driver and should I go drive a wire or stick to cable? Great question. So, when I was in college, I was able to do this here in California then, I had side draft McCuneys. And trust me, I wish I had the technology we had today back then because I would totally go with some very nice spray pattern injectors and side drafts or ITBs. So I said, yes, you can. Um, especially if you want to filter them what i did is i run unfiltered every time i put fuel in the car i use carb cleaner and kind of clean the carbs up and so on and so forth that's kind of my poor man's itb but looked really cool and really retro on my crx if your area if your vicinity allows you for do, to do that in california we really can't but if your if your area allows you to run itbs like that yeah by all means do it the sound the performance is amazing especially when you size it properly now I'm a huge advocate of dry-by-wire, I love it. It eliminates the ability to have to worry about idle control valves, it makes things very easier, you can program different modes, I love it. So if you can do it in a very nice efficient manner, go drive by wire If not, you can't go wrong with standard cable. The thing with standard cable is sometimes you have to do things very creatively to get good idle control, just in case, but with by wire the sky is the limit. Have fun and let me know how that project turns out. AR6 IEE What are your thoughts on the Kia Optima plug-in hybrid EV says Turbo A6C I like that you know I'm a huge advocate of really everything that comes out of the whole Hyundai Kia and Genesis umbrella they have some great talents from engineering and design they've taken some individuals from very opulent houses in Europe in terms of design and even engineering even the Veloster N and we have one of them here Engineer Beerman, Dr. Beerman, who came from the M division, he headed up the M division for BMW for many years, is now in Hyundai. So I think it's a very good project. I mean, I've never sat in a while to see how the interior appointments are, but from a technology perspective, I like the car a lot, indeed, you know? d Ling says, I personally believe that going EV requires a change of mentality about tanking and charging. That's all, that, that is all. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I've come to the habit that um, it's very akin to what you do with your phone. So I don't know about you guys, but when I get back to my residence, I plug in my phone before I go to bed at night. I do the same thing with my car. So it's almost like if you're comfortable plugging your laptop or plugging your, your cell phone to charge, it shouldn't be a challenge with electricity, you know, doing the same thing. And I have a level 2 charger from Blink that I have at home and I have here. And then if I'm out and about, um, it's not so bad to find a fast charging station via you know CCS. And by combined charging, fast charging, I can get up to 80% an hour, I can go grab something to eat, come back, I'm good to go. So it is a slight change of mindset, and that will be a thing of the past very soon. I guarantee it. Don't forget, says Dealing Designs, that 93% of the time your car is standing still. That's true, and he says it's a perfect time to charge. And that's what's happening to me right now. I have my Kona right out here, bagged up, right, just ready to go, but as I'm here working, it is being charged. So very good point, my friend. Good point indeed. Okay, let's oh thank you so much, Reginald. Appreciate that indeed. Terry LSX! I zoomed that you were at Seema. I miss seeing you there indeed. Terry LSX says, What's good, brother? Always a pleasure partner. I will be in Cali soon. I look forward to seeing you when you're in California. Terry, Terry is this amazing personality. You know, Terry, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but you remind me of a young Muhammad Ali, like Cassius Clay. Like you just have this great energy and this look and this demeanor and this charisma. Keep doing what you're doing, Terry. Terry is his is this personality in the automotive space, very good guy, and I look forward to getting to know him even closer as time progresses. What are your expectations on this upcoming CRV? Regards from Costa Rica, says Jimmy X Morales, I expect more technology, more connectivity between the drivers and the interior of the vehicle, better materials to make your drive much more appreciative and very enjoyable, and improve technology and power while keeping emissions in check. So. The design cues are very nice from what Honda's doing, but they're going to chuck for this thing of technology that can layer your driving experience and the experience of the passengers to be extremely nice. So that being said, I'll try and get one of the new models here to do a review and give you guys some first-hand insight onto my experience, into my experiences. Okay. Hey, BC, says Why body hatch. had a question. Do you do sponsorships, and if so, would you about obtaining one. So I don't know if you mean that BCMoto provide sponsorships or do I go up for sponsorships? And I'll give you this bit of advice. Yes, on both. We do have sponsorships from companies with projects that we build and race cars that we put together. We also offer sponsorships to individuals as well. And it really is a give and take. Like in any relationship, whether it's personal or business, sponsorships are not an opportunity for you to get free pots. And I don't know if Marty from TurboSmart is still here, but he can attest to this. It is a two-way street. You help companies like BCMoto Create opportunities for advancement in the field of technology, in the field of sales and business opportunities in, in the field of, 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 how should I say, um, um, influence, and in turn, we give you opportunities to have great parts and components and technology and even, even services to make your project much better. So it's, sponsorships are never well, you give me something for free, that doesn't make sense, and I run a sticker. It goes above and beyond that. And we have partnerships, like I mentioned with companies like, like Honda. We have partnerships companies like Hyundai with Turbosmart, with Turbonetics, with Porsche recently, um, with Alfa Romeo, we have all these partnerships where, where we help them become more successful in the business world, while in turn we get the benefits of components or automobiles or influence and so on and so forth. So when you write a sponsorship proposal, make sure that it's not just, here's what I need for my project, here's a picture of my car on a sticker. You have to be able to provide a compelling argument to why they need to help you. You need to provide a compelling argument to what you can provide the sponsor and how you can help them become better in the marketplace. What would you do? How many events are you attending? What are you going to do in terms of creating awareness for the brand? Are you gonna do any YouTube videos? Any reels on Instagram? Are you gonna post things on Twitter? How about LinkedIn? There are all these opportunities that you have to present and be able to provide your services and assistance to make it worthwhile and give those companies a return in their investment. It's what we do here at BC Moto and what you should do as well as you go after sponsorships. Make sure your proposal is very nice and clean, whether it's in the digital format, in film format, or even in hard copy. Look for opportunities to talk to the general manager or the individual who's in charge of sponsorships or marketing and be able to sell them on what you have to offer. With that, you'll have nothing but success. Once again, forgive me for being redundant. It is a two-way street. It's not just what they can do for you. It's many times what you can do for them to have their company grow. So I hope that helps. E.K. Razzi, good seeing you. I'm doing well. Good seeing you indeed. Talk says, hey, BC, did you bring anything to SEMA? Didn't see any BC models this year. Well, I did have cars there that we tuned. I don't know if you, Talk. one in particular is that beautiful, I mean, courtesy of the guys from, excuse me, courtesy of the guys from Turn 14, this beautiful 190E Mercedes Cosworth that was impregnated with this F22C S2000 motor. So, Some other stickers there, did extremely well. We had some EV vehicles there as well, courtesy of some of our partners. But for me, an in house passion project, no. My partners, you may have missed this early on, Jay, Holly, AEM, Race Pack, MSD, TurboNetics, Hyundai, they all pulled out at SEMA this year. So, that being said, when they pulled out, so did the budgets to build cars for that. So, we're pushing for next year, which should be bigger and better than ever. And above and beyond that, I'm going to be closer to you this weekend. Um, I plan on being at the Holly High Voltage event at Sonoma Raceway. So if you're able to come out, come take a look and let's have a nice chat. Hyundai set a land speed record for two EV vehicles in 2019. And yes, I was part of that build. So for that build, Real Red for you, the roll cage was done here in-house. Some technology was also taken care of here in-house. So a lot of fabrication and so on and so forth. And they did extremely well. And that was with... The Hyundai Ionic. And then we also built two Ionics the year after. Um, one was a hypermiling one, and one was more of a style, style kind. And the stylish one was the one that my good friend Dealing Designs here helped us with. So thank you so much for sharing that indeed. Got any resources on advanced wire harness construction? I'm bench testing the VC200 I bought from you and realized I need to up my harness design. Yes, so here's the crazy thing I've done wiring myself, the K3V, the oh my God, it was painstaking. I have so much respect for wiring, guys. The painstaking during the middle of the pandemic when the shutdown was really in full effect, I had the opportunity to wire up my entire Orion BMS system, and that was a lot of work. So, what I do, I outsource. I have outsourced companies that I use for my wiring. People like Rye Wire or EB Turbo, you know, being good, good strand pro, those are people that I use for a lot of my wiring. So, even if you have a design and you need help reach out to these people who vote, let me connect you with them. And all you need is to make a working prototype or a design and they can make it happen for you in a very nice, effective manner. Be honest. What's your biggest drive, say Dealing Designs? Home, work, home. If you have a 1.5, two times range, are you fine for 60% of your life? 1.5 to two times that range, are you fine for 60% of your life? Oh, yes, you mean, okay, my biggest drive. Um, I would say the longest drive I have to do is probably, like on a weekly basis when I'm working, is probably to the South Bay. So I have partnerships with South Bay, sometimes I stay out there, and um, that being said, that's still like barely a 50 mile trek. So I guess the longest I've done with my EV in one fell swoop would be probably going to Ventura for filming, and um, that was about an hour and a half drive, and I'll get there and I'll charge overnight. So when I had to go to Vegas for events for SEMA, um, I wouldn't, I haven't taken the EV. I could stop halfway in Barstow and maybe charge up. But What I've done is I'll just take the hybrid that I have. So, But for 90% of my driving, like really more than 60% of my driving, my 258 mile range on the Kona EV is just enough. Um, Even when I had the opportunity to drive the Taycan, uh, and it was supplied to me, I acquired it from Porsche Ontario. That's a 200 mile range, and it was still fine. I went to Ventura, filmed, came back, and it was great. So that being said, 200 miles is, is enough for me. Um, with a K3V, when I have a lot of fun, um, I barely get a little, over a 100 mile range on that and that's fun, but I start to stop somewhere and charge up uh, as I'm having fun. And, but I can do a 25 to 30 minute quick charge and I'm good to go. So um, yeah, range is not a challenge for me, but if I have to travel to Vegas, I tend to take a hybrid or proper petrol vehicle. Good afternoon R35R13, good seeing you indeed. Greetings Giovanni CP Motorsports, good seeing you as always, thanks so much for joining. Poipu Bamboo says, hey, can I come visit on Thursday? Well, unfortunately, this Thursday is a Veterans Day, so we will not be here, unfortunately, so please forgive me. Um, let's see here, HTX 5.0, good seeing you. Hello, Akmal650, so much love here. Virtual hug back to you as well, Box Customs, good seeing you, and this is a gentleman. I mean, you talk about talent. Icebox Customs, this gentleman is just an amazing individual, good family guy, this is about business. He does bag work, which I've come to love. The one thing about him is every time he comes here, it's like, a, it's like a, a fashion show for me because he brings all these beautiful cars that are extremely unique. Last time he came with his Tomahawk. The time before that, I came, came with a, a Supra. He's just then a van. He's just awesome. So, Lorenzo, thank you so much for being who you are. I appreciate your influence indeed. Show, show the cars, please. Okay, one right here we have the center seat Porsche, Piece of Motor Boxman. We have a nice S4 back there. We have um, a nice EV old school 912 back there. We have a Lotus right here. We have a blue 70, um, 72 um, uh, 911. We have a 930 gray one there. We have a pink narrow body G body. We have another old school 67 in the rear. We have quite a few cars here, but let's continue. Maybe I do a walk around when we are done. And the back we have, you know, back there you can see my truck. There's an orange slant nose, there's a 356 right there behind it, there's a the wagon, there is the twin turbo Cayman. Quite a few calls here yeah, indeed, quite a few calls. Hello Anthony Juarez, wow good to see you here. Typically I talk to you on other mediums, but thank you so much for joining me here on the Beast of Motor Tech Tuesday. I'm getting closer and closer to episode 200, I wish there's something really exciting for that, for that one, it should be really good. Amaya Amayo Worksor, it says, respect from Qatar. Thank you so much for joining us from the Middle East. Appreciate you and hopefully you are doing well and staying safe out there in your region. Wow, so much love here. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate the hearts indeed. Um, Agnes Boa is asking, but I don't know. I think about a restaurant. I don't quite understand. So please forgive me. If somehow you can get a translator and send it. That would be good. Lucky Benz from Niger, thank you so much for joining us all the way from West Africa. For those of you who know what Nigeria is, it's a nickname for my country where I'm from, Nigeria. So thank you so much. You see the green, white, green flags he posted recently. And we just had an Independence Day on the 1st of October, so thank you so much, and hopefully you are doing well, brother. Okay, let's see. Nice seeing you, another Tech Tuesday. Hope you're doing well, says HTX 5.0. Thank you so much, yes I am. Had did something very interesting happen to me? I've had my Dodge Diesel, which is back there with the bonnet open, and it served me well. It's almost 100,000 miles. It's a manual transmission, six-speed. It's great. And then recently, my turbo started misbehaving. It's like, um, not that it wasn't working, the vehicle was still moving, but the exhaust brake just stopped working. And it has this really interesting variable vane setup that simulates um, um, a smaller and larger turbine, for lack of a better phrase. And to simplify that even further, it creates an opportunity where the turbine wheel can spin up very quickly and create an environment where there's little or no lag. So think of it as VTEC for your turbo. So it has that, and that mechanism that slides in and out was sticking. So I had to pull it out with my good friend Marvin a couple of days ago, sent it out to get, like, rebuilt. So that's kind of what I have going on over there, which is pretty interesting, you know? So um, let's see here. How about buy all the auto detailing supplies and pay the neighborhood kid to wash your car and a year of concern are giving him those supplies. And for t- interesting. Well, 10% stake in VC model is pretty high for washing costs. <laughs> but I, I appreciate what you're doing and I, I, I really appreciate your mindset there. It's pretty good. I'm a huge advocate of really rewarding people for really good things. Let's talk about that more later on if you have some more interest in that particular activity. Fernando Vica, thank you so much for the flags. Appreciate that. Are you selling any of your 8 series parts? I sent an email and spoke to a young girl on the phone. She said, Are you moving to EV route? What happened to all the Honda parts? Well, get Buddy right. Here's the thing I am not allowed to anymore to sell cars or parts or components that are not EPA-friendly, meaning if they're, you know, not for off-road use only, I can't sell those. So, but on the same token, the beautiful thing is that if there's certain components you still need, we can still get it for you. So that being said, um, the young lady spoke to her, I assume be Lindsay. By all means, she can help you with certain components. Um, if you're driving the vehicle on the street, we can't sell you any particular components, especially if you're here in California. But if it's something that is not um, mandated or watched or, you know, kind of... Slapped on the wrist, cursive EPA, you can get it, no problem whatsoever. Hey, can I see the Porsche if you don't mind? There are quite a few here. Which color do you want to see? And maybe I can make it happen for you, sir. Let's see. Oh my God, so much love here. Appreciate all the love, guys. Thank you so much for the hearts and the waves. Appreciate that indeed. Thank you so much for the follow as well. I have a 2.7 K, and says the Canon Bows run. Wonder what else I could do to it. Any advice, please? There's so much you can do. And it depends, once again, where you are from. Like I see, some um, Karaskonin, how do you say it? Karakadakarami from Iran. So thanks for joining us across the pond as well. Depending on where you are, one thing that really helps 2.7s out a lot is a proper flash. You can go to OBD port, flash it, and it completely wakes us up. Now, something else that also wakes up those 2.7s very nicely are intake, header, and exhaust. I'm telling you, your... 2.7 would give 911s of the similar year a run for their money if you do these upgrades. So there are quite a few things you can do. Now if you really go the crazy route, you can do something like a turbo kit, but that comes a much later on. But intake, header, and exhaust, and a flash, those things are pretty straightforward, not as invasive. And then to top that off, there's one thing that you could do even today that doesn't require much of any assembly or flashing or electronics, and that's oil. So you see right behind me there, all? That's oil that we use in all our cars. And this thing is like a performance part. I'm telling you guys, it's not a joke. These guys know what they're doing. They are based as an aerospace company. They have contracts with the US government in terms of military. They are absolutely fantastic. And the formulation is ridiculous. The lubricity, how slippery the component is and the zinc protective qualities are amazing. And on my own track car, I saw a 12 wheel gain in just pulling that in. So that being said, Explore Pure All. They're doing sponsorship right now. As a matter of fact, let them know I sent to you. We talked about sponsorships earlier. Let them know what you can do for them, and they'll help you out tremendously. So, by all means, thank you. Ah, Duke Wonder Mother. How are you, brother? Seeing I look sharp as always, thank you. I just have a member's oldie jacket. Keep it old school with my BC Moto. you know, uh, air cool and water cool shirt. Yeah, I need to work out some more. I've been working out a little bit, but I need to, you know, really push a little bit more. But thank you so much. Sergio Martin Design, so good to see you. How is work? I want to do something with you guys next year, Sergio Martin Design, um, especially in terms of some of my builds. So, I'll drop you a line or just... Drop me a quick DM. I'll let you know what I have cooking, what I have thinking about. eh? Ghost S15 from the UK. Thank you so much for joining. I was supposed to be in the UK a couple months ago, but some family matters kept me here in the country, but I will be there in the next quarter. I love going to England. I really do a lot. Um, Mozambique is in the house, courtesy of Claudio Chulundo. Thank you so much for joining. Happy Independence, says Jam. Seven laws as referring to Nigerian independence. Thank you so much. Too fast, bro. Okay, Sido, you're right. I will slow down. I tend to speak very quickly, but I appreciate that indeed. Neolav, that is Russian. I don't quite speak that quite yet, but I hope it's something very positive and pleasant. I appreciate you nonetheless. Lur, thank you so much for sharing that. Lur319, thank you so much for joining. Peace and love and prosperity, Britta says Firm EM2 back at you as well, sir. Bike, thank you so much for the fire and the kind words, Bike Subfilms, I'm curious about your entity. I love film stuff which is pretty good but thank you so much for the kind words and the fire. Thank you Kamal for joining and following me as well, appreciate that indeed. Hello as If 535 and you may be wondering like what is BC doing here, what's really going on in this show? Well, this is my Tech Tuesday, we're getting close to episode 200, and when I say 200, I'm talking about back to back every Tuesday for almost three years, unfailingly, no matter where I am. And what this format is, is an opportunity for me to interact with all of you my family from around the world to talk about technology, mobility, life, love, you name it, you know? And so that being said, um, there's an opportunity for some great things to happen. Um, I'm being that person I needed when I was younger, when I wanted to learn about technology and no one was there. I'm essentially here to share everything I know, all my knowledge. And you may think, well, BC, why would you tell us everything you know? Does not that put you in a bit of a disadvantage? But no, I have a generosity mindset, not a scarcity one, but I have an abundance mindset. Generosity and abundance. So that being said, I understand that every day I go to bed, I do so better than I woke up. From a learning perspective, I read every day. I try and learn as much as I can about technology. And what I know today will be rubbish compared to what I know next year. So I have no problem sharing everything I learn because I constantly learn and evolution constantly happens, especially in terms of technology. So that being said, yes. Wow, DC5 owners eating breakfast. Where are you, DC5? Eating breakfast at this time? Or are you just doing what I do sometime? Who's a leader in EV aftermarket nowadays, says Japper LMD? I would say Cascadia. Cascadia Motion is doing it. I mean, this is a, you know, first, let's talk about Borg Warner. I mean, those of you who may only know Borg Warner from turbocharging, but Borg Warner really got into the EV space a long time ago. And they were instrumental to the Tesla roaster that first Elon and his team put together. And moving forward to today, they kind of branched off that EV division and, and formed another company that did a lot of inverters and called this company Cascadia. So when it comes to aftermarket, they're really doing some great stuff. Now, if you're looking about performance aftermarket, I really like what AEM is doing. So AM Performance, they're really, really leading the charge, for lack of a better phrase, when it comes to that kind of EV performance. So I know what they're doing. They seem to be leaders as we sit. And then I'll, Holly EVI is joined them very rapidly. I'm telling you, in the next six months to a year, it's gonna be just absolutely ridiculous, you know? I'm in New York, it's for racing off-road. Okay, get body right. we can help you, by all means. No problem whatsoever. We can definitely take care of you. Let us know what you need. You can even DM me, Better even call here, and we'll make it happen, you know? What do you think about Ferraris? Would you like to work on them? Yes, DC5 owners, I would. The one thing I notice about Ferrari is the owners tend to leave their vehicle stock. The most I've seen Ferrari owners do, especially here in LA, is wheel upgrades, you know? Some bricks and forge wheels you just throw in there, or some carbon rev wheels. Apart from that, they read really don't modify. Now, on the other hand, from an Italian perspective, the Lambo guys are crazy. They go all kind of crazy, you know, which is pretty interesting. you know. Update on the Sonoma meet, um, mentioned that earlier on. You can see my truck back there. I'm getting ready to head out on Friday to be at Sonoma for on Saturday and Sunday. So that being said, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be a very nice event. There's gonna be autocross, drag racing, car show, road racing you know, sound off, yeah, literally sound off. Um, there's gonna be like music, vendors row. it's gonna be really cool, and I'm gonna be there. So, it's gonna be fun, We're gonna have a good time. Good night, my friend, thank you so much, uh, Junita6468, thank you so much for joining, indeed, I appreciate you. Nice car, says Irish 918918 thank you so much for the kind words, appreciate that. I need a replacement for my 2.0 TSI build, direct injection and a carbon buildup kills my coils, say JM7, it's interesting that you said the carbon kills your coils now you're talking about coils in your injector or coils in your ignition system because i'm very curious about it i can somehow see coils dying in the oh that that would be difficult too i gotta think about that one that's 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 difficult do you make trucks luke guthrie no the truck market is big here in southern california big here in the u.s but unfortunately i've never got into the tow truck market all i've done is work on my own private truck With some help, of course. But, yeah, I have not dwelled in the Trek market quite yet. Shea Fan, thank you so much for the heart. Appreciate the kind words indeed. Appreciate you. Um, Oh, thank you so much indeed. Appreciate that as well. Wow, so much love, so much heart, so many waving. Appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Tripping Shell, thank you for the fire. Appreciate that indeed. Hello, James B. Will, too. Thank you for joining me on this Tech Tuesday as well. Okay, hello, 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 hello. Why Porsche and Honda? Why not any other company, it says Raja Bowie? Well, I'll share that with you, Raja Bowie. I see it can look that way, but um, let's take a look at some of the cars we have here in the Beastmoto headquarters. There's a Lotus right here, there's a Porsche right here, there's a Hyundai back there, there's a Rolls Royce, there's a Dodge. Um, there are quite a few cars over here. So here's the thing I have partnerships with Hyundai, I have partnerships with Honda, I have partnerships with the Porsche. And those are companies that work very closely with me. But in the same token, you know, having a Rolls Royce, um, there's a Volkswagen in the corner right behind that door, this wall, where, right where the Beast Motor logo is, where the PR is, there's a Volkswagen bus there as well. So I am not marquee specific. If anything, think of me as the Performance Jeleno, the Jeleno Performance. I just love all cars. Now, a lot of people know us from the Porsches and the Hondas. The Hondas I started, and on the luxury side, I work with Porsches, but I love all cars by all means, you know? Anthony Warritz says, I want to educate myself to be able to do an EV build. But being a regular car guy, I'm having some trouble finding information, or at least some literature about EV-specific technology. And Anthony Warritz, you're not the first person to experience this. I experienced that myself. Wait for a plane helicopter to fly over. All right. I experienced the same thing, Anthony. And even as an engineer, I come to find out that many people in the industry tend to treat EV technology as some kind of black art or, or, or magic. And it's really technology, and even though, yes, it's dangerous, so is petrol stuff, you have to be careful. But there's nothing out there short of you working in a company or getting an internship in a company. There's a lot of EV conversions. There's nothing out there. So I'm really considering changing that. Let me know, guys, if it's something that you're interested in, where I can put together some kind of a class or some kind of insight on how to build EVs and understand the technology. Let me know if that's something you'd like to do, and I'll be more than happy to start a YouTube channel talking about that in depth. That'd be really, really cool indeed. Hassan 42 thanks for the hot. Appreciate that indeed. Um, Kovolt says YouTube, and I see that. Um, Unfortunately, they tend to really skim over a lot of the in-depth services. So Kovolt is an engineer who is immersed in engineering and immersed in electrical engineering, to be exact. And Kovolt, if you look at things like, you know, super-fast mats, you know, EV Jaguar, the salvage, salvage guys, um, rich rebuilds, it's a lot of um, 30,000-foot depth. And above and beyond that, um, a lot of clickbait stuff going on there, um, a lot of pitches to almost buy things from them, Corvote, that's been my experience as I look at those channels. No one really digs into EV technology like, let's say on the petrol side, the HPA Academy, or HPA does, HOSPAR Academy, or EFI 101. There's nothing like that that exists yet. So Covote, I think there's an opportunity there. Um, I wouldn't mind spearheading that myself. But, um, yeah, I completely understand where actually the comes from and, you know, sh- showing some YouTube videos about, okay, here's some batteries that I got out of a Chevy Volt and here's a Tesla mobile thing and here's a controller and here's me wiring it up. I mean, they're doing this, but why? What do they do? What does an inverter do? Why do you have to have a charger on your vehicle, onboard charger, when isn't the wall a charger? Um, kilowatt hours, what does that mean? Amp hours, what does that mean? Like, no one really talks about that. So. I want to go everywhere from the basics, like what is Ohm's law and how does that translate into daily life to how to put together a very good EV conversion. These are things that I really want to explore. So that being said, that's my job. Got any JDM? Deacon at WAD? That's where I started, bro. I started with JDM. Um, I have an EE wagon back there. There's an EG6 back there that's getting turbocharged as well. I'm, I'm all about that JDM life, indeed. You know. F-narrativity, no need for it and waste of time for the person spreading it. I agree with GC5, I could have said it better yourself, myself. I, I agree, I agree indeed, you know? I'd be held down for an EV class, especially specifics on high voltage safety. Stuff EV has classes but they're in the UK. Amen, vote. I agree with you. This needs to be something global and something that doesn't have some agenda. It just needs to be a purely academic venture. I promise you, vote. I will probably talk about this as we meet up in, in uh, Sonoma. I am going to take this very seriously. We need to make something happen, indeed. Regarding Pirol, says Apex 727, I'm waiting to get a, to tank 8,000 miles before changing oil. Those power and power are wonderful. Yes, you know, I did a crazy experiment with my old Chevy truck. I had a Silverado truck uh, with a 5.3 engine, Vortec, and um, I did an experiment to almost 10,000 miles. And what I found out was that the oil was still good. I sent the oil off analysis. It still had great functionality. The challenge was the filter. I and mean, here's the crazy thing. Most filters will filter all the rubbish that's in your crankcase. But when it gets to, I'm telling you, when it gets to about almost full capacity, instead of starving the engine for oil, it just bypasses. And that's dangerous. So if we have the capability of having the discipline of changing our oil filter, we can get a lot more out of the pure oil than oil. You know, it's just a filter is a challenge. Pure does a good job in scrubbing and keeping out the contaminants away from critical surfaces, and then it's rejected into the filter, and the filter gets full and bypasses just by design. So, that being said, something to think about. But 8,000 should be good, should be good indeed, especially depending on your driving style. Well, guys, that was a slice of heaven. Thank you so much for joining me on this Tech Tuesday. I appreciate each and every one of you. Once again, I'm filming right now for YouTube, so it's gonna be uploaded in the next few days. I also have this podcast. Set up via your favorite very 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 favorite podcast networks, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, you name it, just type in BC Moto and it'll come up and take a listen. Whether you're using a loo, walking your dog, jogging, working out, or in the case may be, I am there with you. I am doing quite well, pretty boy rays, but we're gonna be terminating today. Thank you so much, still Cav, appreciate the kind words. So that being said, yes, please do bring it down. Bring it down DC5, DC5 owners. In the meantime, take care, everyone. Cheers and stay safe. Bye-bye.